Hi, and welcome to episode five of Tennis Volley Talk with Brian Danielson. Uh, please subscribe to my channel, Volley Talk on YouTube. And uh, later on, for all you podcasters out there, you will be hearing about a racket of the day I have. But if you do want to see that racket, you can always go to the, my YouTube channel, Tennis Talk. But anyway, what I'm going to be talking about today is kind of more of expanding upon uh, what happened af during the pandemic and right after the pandemic when tennis was then starting to get played again and there were different uh, exhibitions that were being done at the time. Uh, and... Uh, one of those uh, formats and exhibitions was called the Ultimate Tennis Showdown. And it was invented by Patrick Monagorlu. And uh, Max Preppen. Popren. So that was kind of invented by him. Now, the format is actually a very good fast-paced kind of a format uh, between two players, uh, and it's only by points only where a lot of you feel, you know, with the tennis and the sets and everything, if you get that out of your of the mind and the mindset, you what you're ending up doing is it's divided into four 10-minute quarters, uh, and uh, whoever wins the most points in that 10-minute quarters. Now, also with that, uh, and, and the players play two alternating serves each. You don't switch sides. Uh, you only switch sides after each quarter. Uh, so uh, you make as many points as you can uh, on your serve and returning serve. And uh, with that, there's also, uh, you can have coaches help uh, if you want to uh, call a, a brief timeout, and then you can get help from your coach if you want to do that. And then they also have cards that you can play, which are really kind of take advantage for you, uh, like, uh, uh, like four serves, or you take one away, one serve away from them, you can play that card with it. So they have several different ways of kind of taking advantage for you uh, when you're playing uh, that uh, ultimate tennis showdown. So uh, with that, uh, what you would actually uh, have going on uh, is the two players playing for the four 10 minute quarters uh, and whoever's ahead at the quarter, uh, then uh, that, that person wins that quarter. And whoever wins uh, or has the most points at the end of the four quarters, then that's who wins that four quarters. Uh, if you uh, if somebody wins three quarters in a row, then you play the fourth quarter just for points alone. So, but it's a very fast and good for, format to play, and uh, you could probably actually play it if you didn't want to take a long time and be out there for two and a half hours. If you want to play for an hour, 
and just kind of keep track of the score of what you have in each quarter and then somehow to uh, time it for uh, uh, the uh, 10 minutes. Or you could probably just kind of guess what a 10 minute uh, time period is and then call it at that. Uh, but you could also do that. Uh, very fun and fast paced uh, sport to watch or look at. And uh, then with that too, what also was coming back after the pandemic, uh, there was also uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina had a WTA women's doubles uh, with uh, that. And uh, actually he was playing for that with that was Sloane Stevens. There was Bianca Andrescu. There was Sophia Kennan. There was Victoria Azarenka, Monica Pug, uh, Madison Keys, Bethany Maddox-Sands, Lila Fernandez, and Eugene, Eugene Bouchard. <clears throat> Those were the players that played in the Charleston Devils. It's a clay court tournament, too, and that's one of the popular clay court tournaments before they go off to Europe on clay uh, with that. So... You know, uh, they had the doubles and very, very entertaining doubles, uh, but there was no no fans. Uh, it was just a few choice family members that were off in parts of the court and coaches and stuff. But uh, it was still some very, very good tennis to be watched. And again, I was I was glued to the tennis. Anything that I could see that was tennis, I was watching because I was you know, fixed. I was ready to get out on the tennis court. Uh, and then I was just waiting, being in Minnesota, I was just waiting for the summer to happen so I could get out and play in nicer weather, uh, not have to shovel three feet of snow off the court. Uh, but <clears throat> with that, uh, also uh, with that too, uh, with the Ultimate Tennis Showdown, uh, Berrettini and ended up winning uh, the first inaugural Ultimate Tennis Showdown. And the trophy that they gave is actually a lightning bolt, a cast lightning bolt. And it was really, really a sharp looking trophy too. And uh, that was very good. Uh, but it was some very good uh, players that you got to see. You saw Sissipas, you saw Berrettini, uh, you got to see uh, a dominant team. Uh, and you got to see Gasquet, Richard Gasquet, uh, all, and they were all playing very, very good tennis uh, for that Ultimate Tennis Showdown. Uh, and with that now, for you podcasters, uh, I'm going to be uh, showing uh, my tennis racket of the day. Uh, but also, if you want to, please subscribe to my channel. Uh, and Tennis Volley Talk on YouTube. And then for you podcasters, if you want to see what I'm going to be talking about right now with the tennis racket of the day I have, then you can always go to my YouTube channel, Tennis Volley Talk. But what I have right now today is uh, a racket. It's actually... Uh, Uh, called uh, a Speedwood Racket by Victor 
Royal Royal Victor. And that little symbol right there, Royal Victor, uh, that little, the, the model that they used for that in the rackets that they had uh, for that is uh, actually, uh, the model they used was Frank Shields. That's Brooke Shields' great-grandfather that played in Wimbledon. And this also uh, was made in uh, Southview Tennis Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, with that too, it is, uh, it's uh, original laminated racket is what it is. And this one has the grip on it. It's a little bit later, probably in the 19, 19, oh, I would say probably late 40s, early 50s, uh, maybe even earlier than that, early 40s, uh, 40s to maybe 50-ish, uh, that they did and made, made this racket and sold out of Tulsa, Oklahoma at Southview uh, Tennis Club, which now uh, they probably is now called Philcrest, uh, tennis club, which is now uh, established in 1972 uh, with that. And that's just another look at it uh, there. But like I said, if you podcasters want to take a look at it, go to my tennis YouTube channel, Tennis Volley Talk, if you want to look. And please subscribe. And for all you, uh, please subscribe to my channel. Uh, with that, too, uh, You know, it was, it's uh, also, uh, you know, what uh, what I ended up doing in, in going out and playing, uh, playing tennis uh, was, was so good to be able to do uh, whenever the uh, pandemic and you could get out there and play uh, tennis uh, again. But uh, with that, uh, you know, the, uh, the Charleston, South Carolina with the doubles, there was some very interesting doubles that was being played. It was a little bit strange, though, to be watching tennis and not hear any clapping by any crowds or anything. And that was kind of the norm uh, for uh, some of the tournaments that came back, even the U.S. Open or the French Open. Uh, they didn't even have Wimbledon during the pandemic. Uh, and uh, so they missed that. Uh, but it was so strange to be able to be watching a tournament when it came back, but there was no crowds at all. A few choice claps by coaches or family members or something like that. That was such a, a strange experience to see on TV that way. Um, for me, it was. Uh, there and uh but it it took some use getting used to but now uh, with two years out of the pandemic and things are getting back pretty much to normal with tournaments and everything uh it does have it makes it nice to hear the crowds and and everything uh clapping again for the players and and being able to do that but also uh they did have uh right before the australian open this year uh, they did have an ATP team format event uh, called, uh, it was divided into 12 teams, uh, in USA being one of them, and Croatia, and uh, there was England, British, Britain, 
and there was Canada, uh, to name a few of the teams out there. But it was a team event, and Taylor Fritz was one of the players. Uh, uh, Jessica Pagula was one of the players. Madison Keys was one of the players. Francis Tiafo were the main players of the USA team. And they ended up winning the inaugural uh, event, uh, uh, let's see, ATP uh, World uh, World Cup. The ATP Cup is what it was really called, ATP Cup. Uh, but it was won by the USA, uh, went down to Taylor Fritz um, playing Berrettini, actually, and Matteo Berrettini. And actually played, in, it went three sets, and then Taylor Fritz was just really, really hitting the ball very good. And he ended up winning it uh, for his team. Uh, and it was a very good, very good team format. Uh, and it was played throughout different places in Australia. So everybody was there in Australia. And then all they had to do in the U.S. was in Melbourne, where the Australian Open was played. So they were used to the courts uh, to be played on. Uh, and then everybody else just had the short uh, way to get to Melbourne to go play in the Australian Open. Uh, so it was a good event, uh, a new event, inaugural new event, that probably is going to uh, take hold and have that every year from now on uh, with doing that. And uh, just being able to see and uh, have the camaraderie, uh, the team uh, competition with it all, uh, they seem to really like it a lot, the pros did. And uh, it was some very well-played tennis all the way around. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it myself. But uh, like I said, please subscribe to my channel. And all you podcasters, uh, you please... Uh, if you want to take a look at the racket that I showed you, the racket of the day, please go to my YouTube channel, Tennis Volley Talk, and you can see what I'm talking about. So uh, I hope that you uh, like what I uh, said today, uh, got some knowledge uh, from that. Uh, tell me what you thought about the Ultimate uh, Tennis Showdown. I liked it. It's a very good little format to work. You can play it yourself. You don't have to play sets. And it probably goes for about an hour. Kind of wing it, I guess, you could do. Uh, but it'd be a good little format to play for tennis. Uh, and not uh, last for two and a half hours out there. Maybe an hour. Uh, a little over. Uh, so very fun thing to play. Just keep track of the points yourself. Uh, and uh, just let me know what you think. Uh, uh, so thank you very much uh, for having me in your sights today and have a very good day and happy pl tennis playing and I hope you have fun thank you